What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 306 of the Geeks Hunter podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Hello there. And Shelly Nolan. Hello. <laughs> this week, we're geeking out about a Christian-ish game. Uh, I don't know if we're geeking out about this, but there's more Harry Potter uh, on the way. And then uh, Disney Plus news. Lots of it. So let's mm. do it. Uh, we'll start with games, as always. Uh, LJ, what have you been playing? All right. So, um... I officially finished my Fortnite Battle Pass for this season over the weekend, which I always feel good when I do that because it's like, oh, yeah, like I definitely got my money's worth out of there. Um, yeah. And I got all the Doctor Strange stuff, uh, which is cool. Um, but more importantly, uh, I so I, um, I did find out that the NDA for the alpha for multiverses, there it was none. So I was able to stream it. And I had a lot of fun playing it again. Uh, it is very solid. Like, the more I've spent time with it, like, it's definitely got, like, an extra layer of polish that Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl doesn't have. Like, Nickelodeon yeah. still has things I like about it, but this one just feels like it's it's got a lot, it's got a lot of polish. It's got, they put a lot of love into the way each character fights um, and they're their voice acting is so funny like they'll yeah. even make they make comments at each other like so velma comments to batman she <coughs> says uh let, we'll see who the world's greatest detective really is and i'm oh, just like oh that's cute yeah and then that's uh cute. jake the dog uh, when you fight tom and jerry he said he's like i'm not trying to be a stereotype but get over here and then which is also a more combat <laughs> reference and i'm just <laughs> like yes like it is cool. very well written. Um, there's even licensed music in some of the, uh, in like in all in the levels. Like if you go to the Batcave, uh, they play some of the Dark Knight music, which is neat. Like it's just like, it's oh, there's a lot of love there. Um, looks like it is gonna have a battle pass when it does come out, which it's free to play. Um, super fun though. I posted a highlight on our Instagram actually. Of um, I I was Tom and Jerry and I, the recovery stuff you can do in that game is fantastic. Uh, like so it does like uh, like a long jump and like a double jump like and then so, I went, as I was recovering I got a KO, like I jumped up to like recover myself from falling and I got the KO. It was flipping epic. No oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I. And see, that's the thing is like the barrier to entry is already like, well, it's going to be free to play, you know? Um, yeah, totally. So there's like no barrier to entry like there is with Nickelodeon, which Nickelodeon started off as a $40 game and that's a steep price for for something like that, I think. Um, but this, it's like, it's already like a cut above that. Um, cool. Yeah. So it, it's super fun. I highly recommend people check it out. I think the open beta is coming in July. And whatever the full release looks like, it'll probably, it'll be out. It seems like it'll be out by the end of the year. So, um, I almost guarantee that, uh, that'll, we'll be seeing more of that on our Twitch channel and stuff like that. And I'm going to be playing that some more because it's a lot of fun. So, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to in gaming. Awesome. What about you, Shelly? So I don't know why I keep starting new games, but I keep starting (laughs) new games that I are not actually new. Right, 
it's like I'm kind of going through my backlog a little bit, which is good. Yeah. You should be going through backlog. So um, yep. not only am I still kind of like playing through, I mean, both Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5 Royal um, kind of in different ways. And I am still playing through Death Store, but I also started Stardew Valley again, which is crazy for me because I'm the type of person who um, really loves, like, the idea and concept of games like Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley and, like, farming sims. And mm. I know Animal Crossing isn't, like, a farming sim, but it has this sort of It's a type same, of genre. It's a type of genre, right? And all those games, like... They always are sound so appealing, but then I play them and I'm like, I just get bored and burnt out really, really quickly. Um, but I've been watching some like Stardew Valley videos recently that just kind of like look fun. And I'm just like, oh, maybe I should give it another shot. <laughs> I already yeah. own the game. It's not like I'm paying for more for, for more stuff. So like, if anything, it's helping me save money from buying all these other new games that I don't need. Right. Yep. So um, I've been playing it a little bit. I, I've only been playing it for like a week or so, um, very intermittently. I think I'm just trying... I think I, what I realized is that I'm like, I need to change my mindset when it comes to games like this, um, where I feel like I always need to be very, very optimal and efficient in everything I do because you have like a, t like a clock, right? It's all works on a schedule. And yeah. You have to like be efficient throughout the day and like and, and know, know how to use your energy and your resources and, like, who to talk to when and things like that. That game is very like particular of... about energy. Yeah, and so I, I think before, and with most games, I get really frustrated with that because it's, like, it's supposed to be this really chill game, but then I feel all this pressure that I have to, like, get everything done in a certain way. But I think Just turn clock soda. To... Yeah, I, I think I <laughs> like, make myself let go of that sort of stigma or idea that I have to, like, get everything done in this like perfect picture perfect way yeah. um and and just kind of let myself be just kind of do do little farms i'm just like i want to have like a little ranch mm -hmm. i want to have like chickens and stuff i'm not even there yet <laughs> i don't even have enough money for that or resources but um all that being said i i, I am enjoying it more than i did before at the very least i I don't actually know. How, I don't remember how much I actually played when I first got it, but um, I feel like I've already am enjoying it more just with the different mindset, right? How there's so much to do, and I actually don't need to do everything all at once all the time. I don't need to be perfect. I, I keep seeing these videos though, like on my YouTube channel or on my feed, saying like, "Here's what not to do in Stardew Valley," or "Here's what to do in Stardew Valley," and like, "Here's all the tips and tricks and things." I'm just like. Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to avoid these videos because I really just want to play the game <laughs> how I, like as naturally and as little pressure as possible because I feel like once you like throw in all this oh you should be doing this or like oh mm -hmm. you know this is the only correct decision in the scenario then I'm gonna f feel bad about how I'm playing so mm -hmm. um yeah you'll be like min maxing like exactly I don't want to min max I just want to chill mm -hmm. right because everyone <laughs> says it's such a chill game and I was like too focused on that idea and concept so um but anyway that is a game i'm playing on top of all the other ones but uh yeah cool we'll get into gaming news then lj cool yeah so we got some today yeah so what, what's funny <laughs> is i kind of was looking earlier and i'm kind of like eh, there's not a, like a lot going on but we got some fun stuff to talk about today um the first one is the gameplay trailer for Pal Pal World? Uh, we we caught this one as we were browsing new stuff a bit ago. I've never heard and, of it before. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> so it's very funny. Uh, so what this looked like to me was that first, tra and I love how you could see the difference between the two, the two trailers and how they like up yeah. the quality. 
So the mm-hmm. first one almost looked like Fortnite meets like Pokemon to me, like meets like survival games. And then the second one almost looks more like Monster Hunter ish, you know, like survival yeah. stuff. Like, but it's Pokemon with guns and yeah, I guess that's Pokemon with guns and survival. Pokemon games. with guns. Yeah, I mean that. Like they literally look like Pokemon. That should just sell you right off the bat, Pokemon with guns. And one of them has a. There's one part where one of them has a big mini gun, and I'm like, yep, I'm sold. When he says guns, I mean like the trainer or whatever you want to call this character. Mm -hmm. The the person that you were playing is the one with the gun (laughs) and is shooting Pokemon. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they literally, there's a shot where I was like, oof, when they like blast that one with an arrow. I was like, dang. (laughs) It doesn't look super gory. It looks ridiculous and fun. Yeah. I guess like as I was saying, we're talking about it. I'm like, that could sound like a really gory, dark thing. Um, (laughs) It's more Fortnite-y than that yes. uh it looks like like if pokemon were to include guns uh it would probably look like yeah. this mm-hmm. um, it just looks so fun like and so yeah, it's stupid. not like they put pokemon and in doom it's very much like shows <laughs> off it's I like also, oh yeah like, you could like love. put your palmon to labor and <laughs> you can commit crimes and <laughs> you can like i don't know it just looks so silly but like what's crazy to me is that i'm like okay <laughs> The real question is, why does this world look prettier and the, and the I know they're not Pokemon, but the Palmon look more involved into the environment <laughs> than actual Pokemon games? I'm like, I just yeah. can't understand why these indie like, studios <laughs> and, and people creating these games where it, it seems so integrated and so pretty and so great... Mm-hmm. Well, whereas literally the richest media company in the world cannot do that. Like a part of me thinks mind. that it may be too good to be true. Yeah. Like I kind of thought the first trailer was actually just a meme. I thought it did not actually <laughs> exist. The fact that we have a second trailer makes me think, oh gosh, this is real. Like, yeah. but now it's yeah. like getting my hopes up. So if it's not actually real, I'm gonna be really sad. So, so well, I think it'll be. I think it's real, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think that. In my mind, I'm trying to piece together, like, how is this possible <laughs> for whatever reason? Yeah. Um, I was seeing some of the Pokemon and the way that they were using them, and I feel like maybe uh, Palmon, whatever. They're called Pokemon. They're going to be Pokemon. Uh, know that I'm talking about pals. Uh, I feel like that maybe they'll have jobs. So, like, you'll attract a Pokemon mm-hmm. to do a specific job in your little settlement plow, that you plow are. Plow your fields. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've got a Pokemon that you, like, attract somehow, and then that one will do that. And then you have to build mm-hmm. something to get this other Pokemon to come say hi um or like that electric pokemon they probably the only use that it has for the in the first trailer there is a uh he's fishing and he literally throws an electric pokemon into the pond and it shocks all the fish (laughs) they all float to the top that's what i mean Um, like the environmental like they feel like they live in that world like you can like ride them and you can like have them join you you can give them a gun yeah. and shoot with you I like how, it's just yeah, so silly but i, I assume I that love, electric pokemon that's the only thing it can do is be thrown into a pond and then and i love how there's one that like uh like to basically protects you and like you can take cover behind it and i'm like that is so cool like it's also kind of dark <laughs> but, it's also like, messed cool. up yeah literally <laughs> yeah. yeah literally does the piccolo like go on pita was already mad at pokemon uh just wait yeah. till it sees power world oh yeah um no, but my thing is that like I feel like it's it, like it, it, all that stuff looks cool, but it's I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna start off as a very much a survival world where it's gonna be semi-empty and the only way you're gonna get the, to that level is like if you have like a server full of people, like so I feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna be like a Valheim thing where it's like 
eventually like you'll get there where you have a bunch of stuff built but like it's just going to be kind of empty for a while until you get to that certain level um that's I mean, that's, all i need is me and power world version of pikachu we'll be how, good yeah and that's like that that's how a lot of survival games are where it's just like the more you build you start up with and, nothing like i honestly hope it's deeper than just some old some the same old like survival stuff i really do um mm-hmm. but that's kind of i feel i feel like it's just going to be another survival game at the end of the day unfortunately probably well. you're probably right yeah. But Survive if it's going to be, though. listen though, listen, if it's going to be online, mods, let's get some mods. Let's mm-hmm, make it really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> I am, I am secretly optimistic. Mods <laughs> really make me want to get like Elden Ring and my God of War on PC, like straight up. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Simpsons, like stuff that was yeah. coming out this week. I was just like, I want to play that. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, yeah power world looks nuts um the second piece of news is very interesting because um this uh, some of this stuff has already been confirmed too that um ps1 games will come with modern features when that premium subscription comes out and in particular one of them is trophies which uh ben studio uh which um they created siphon filter uh, before like days gone and all that uh, they've confirmed that trophies will be a, a thing um for the for their game at least other uh rumors and other things are saying that like there's going to be crt filters and, oh that's right yeah uh, i thought that was it, pretty fun yeah which having dealt with like having played some of those like games that have those like sometimes it benefits especially for like sprite based games um and then uh, some rewind features and things like that. So it's kind of exciting because it seems like there's going to be a little bit more effort put into the emulation this time around. Um, so that's exciting. It makes me look like look forward to um, these ports, even though like like it, even though like they are probably gonna like not age great. Like it'll still be fun to go back and play some of these. So um yeah i we're gonna end up seeing more about this premium subscription thing as it gets closer because i believe yeah, it's definitely. coming out like june 13th i believe is whenever it's supposed to drop in north america so yeah that'll be exciting and then i'm sure i think it's coming out to like europe and other regions before that even so we'll see uh, how that develops and then the third piece of news uh, is very interesting uh cody brought this to my attention earlier and it is a trailer for a game called I the Inquisitor, which when you look at that thumbnail, it's like, oh, the dude's got a cross. Like even like I saw your comment on the notes. It's like Christian themes, like with quotes. Yeah. Um, but I was like, ooh, like when I saw the thumbnail, the dude had like the cross around his necklace, and then nothing to do with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no. <laughs> um, that was a good one. Um, but yeah, so like it starts off with these like, you know, talking about like Jesus and the cross and stuff like that. But then it really, like, turns. it takes massive liberties, like, which is, like, could almost be, like, blasphemous in some ways. Yeah, Um, well, it even kind of starts, like, I didn't catch it until I read the uh, thing, Um, but he says something to the effect of, like, um, it's been this many years since our Lord, like, broke down the cross, and uh, I was like, oh, because he conquered death, but no, they, like, literally mean that he didn't die on the cross in this world. Uh, he like came. To, it says he came down and unleashed vengeance on all the non-believers. Um, Which yeah, that is that is <laughs> might as well be blasphemous right there. Um, 
So my thing was like, the more like the character speaks in that trailer and stuff, like there's even some supernatural stuff going on there. But my thought was like, oh, more of it, more it might be like more of like a Crusades thing, in which where they're just like crazy. What 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 was it like? The prayer he says. Uh, oh, at the very end was a uh, yeah. Um, Lord, give us the strength to not forgive those who sin against us. <laughs> and I was like, what? Uh, what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. I'm still anyone like... who thinks it's hard to not forgive somebody um, has not been properly wronged. <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah, it's like I'm still fascinated. Just to, apparently, it's based off a book you read in the description somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Okay. From. Uh, I'm not gonna try to say the name. I don't know. Off <laughs> to figure out, it. like, find out, like, I, what a book franchise is. Looks maybe German. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, definitely. European. One thing I thought was interesting too was it said that it was a next gen only game. Um, and it looks like, to me, graphically, it reminds me a lot of uh, a Plague Tale. Yeah, or like even I feel like Plague Tale even looks better. Um, yeah, like PS3 era. This looks more like like Kingdom Come Deliverance. It, like it looks like a very like low budget like Assassin's Creed almost. Um, gotcha. Which I mean, hey, like that game took liberties too. You know, like with its you yeah. know, like spiritual themes, like how the shroud of christ and that and that is like a piece of eden you know stuff like that um i'm already like picking apart the like concepts of this yeah like if, if you have a jesus that's like all power enough that he he jumps down from the cross and then unleashes vengeance um on all non-believers like he didn't do a great like there should have been like i don't know a hundred of them maybe no there have been like ten thousand people that he saved yeah, and like out of those ten thousand people, the rest of this like game takes place. Cause... That instantly contradicts everything he all his te- like every, all his teachings and everything. Well, that too, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, but like, if he unleashes vengeance, did he not do a good job? Like... Right, like what? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm still fascinated by like the game doesn't really look very good, but I'm still kind of like weirdly fascinated because it's like one of the story. Right. Yeah, it's it's not often we get yeah. we get like themes. I'm gonna say that with a big quote. Themes. I'm doing themes. Yes, like take like take that word with a very big grain of salt. But um, I'm still fascinated that it does have that stuff and like see like what it does with it. And obviously, it's straight up out there. Um, My curiosity would be the similarities between the Inquisitors and uh, um, the Crusades, like you were talking about. Yes, yes, uh, and I feel like that's where it might like, lean. The Crusaders had a proper Jesus. You know, they were in our real world, um, mm-hmm. and they still weren't great. Yes. Um, it's almost like, I don't know, like, either way, they were going to not be mm-hmm. awesome people. Um, and I think that's really interesting. I don't mm-hmm. know. I kind of hope they dig deeper into that of, like, people are going to be people no matter what kind of yeah. thing. Um but the fact know. that it's also based on a work of fiction, like it's based on some kind of property already, to, um, I have no idea. It could still mean something, like, but so far, yeah. I'm like, nah, like, <laughs> don't, yeah. I guess with, with us talking about this trailer, I want to tell people, like, it, it's going to be obvious instantly, but it's like, don't look at this and go, oh my gosh, like, that sounds cool. Right. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> we did. And then we're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Watch the trailer and go, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, yes, tread lightly. Like a morbid curiosity, I guess. Is the yes. Way that I, the yes. Way that 
That's a perfect word for it. Morbid curiosity. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's a, that was a little bit of fun in gaming news this week, um, but we can move on now. Cool. We'll get into uh, the movies then. Uh, Shelly, we'll start with you. Sure. Um, I didn't watch any new movies, but I watched Encanto mm-hmm. again. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's like, it feels even better the second time than the first time somehow. Um, and oh. I don't know. I just really... I really like it. It's a really good movie. I don't even know what more to say about it, but um, that I, it's like I might. I guess if anything, whatever I said originally about it, praising it, um, it just kind of solidified um, even more. And I'm not like crazy for thinking like, oh yeah, this is a really good movie. I'm still have questions about the end, but like, I'm just kind of let it go. I suppose let it go. Wrong movie. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can't hold it back anymore. Yeah, but. Yeah, and, like, I just feel like people might get mad at me, but I honestly feel like the first song that introduces the Madrigals, I honestly <laughs> like it a little better than We Don't Talk About Bruno. I still like We Don't Talk About Bruno or, like, Surface Pressure. I actually like Surface Pressure now a little bit more than I did the first time. Um, but everyone's like, oh, it's the best song ever. I'm just like, I mean, I like it, but I don't know why. I think I just really like the first song. I just think it's so fun, and it's so, like, hmm. um... I think it's weird because I've never watched Hamilton or really listened to Hamilton music, but I was watching with some friends and they're just like, yeah, this first song is the most Lin-Manuel Miranda song out of all of them. And I'm just like, oh. I still feel like I need to just end up watching Hamilton. Like, I just, it's one of those things where I'm like, I've heard about it and it's like, I already know what it's probably going to be, but. No, exactly. I feel like I would like it if I did. There was an era in which everyone my age was singing it. Like, that was kind of when it first became really big. Mm-hmm. And then a year or so passes, and then my parents are singing all the time. <laughs> and then now cue this year, which is, like, way later, right? Yeah. Um, my sister's singing it all the time now. And I'm just like, mm. oh, gosh, okay. Maybe I've waited long enough. Maybe I should succumb yeah. to Lin-Manuel Miranda and, and, and watch it um, <laughs> on the Disney Plus. Because I know they have they, they have that version. So, Because mm-hmm. that, that was the big thing, right? I was like, you know, I love musicals. So... When Hamilton was first a thing, I was like, ooh, that'd be fun to watch and see. But it's like, oh, I definitely am not about to buy tickets, super duper expensive tickets to go see it. I'll wait until it's like, you know, adapted somehow. And now it is. And so I don't have any excuse. Even then for the show, I'm sure you're like, oh, like everybody's talking about it right now. So I don't need to watch it kind of a thing. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. I don't know why I'm talking, but I I didn't mean to talk about Hamilton so so much as I mean it, um, it, 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 but it is so. it really is the bit Lin Manuel Miranda he is a hmm. kind of a kind of a powerhouse like it or not he is a powerhouse um but I, yeah Encanto is really good so wholesome but yeah cool cool what about you LJ yeah so um I didn't <coughs> so I'll get the um first one out of the way um i started watching the batman again because i got my 4k steelbook in today or yeah. uh, over the weekend um Heck yeah and i'm appreciating it more than i did the first time like i don't know i mean i only watched like half of it but it's just one of those things where it's like when i first watched it i'm like okay that was kind of long and it was still like really good but i'm like do i actually like it or not like it is is it actually like a good movie um I still really liked it a lot, but now I'm like, ooh, like it's, I'm I'm learning to appreciate it more the second time around, and I feel like, I don't know if it was because the movie theater, 
or if it's just like the 4K version or what, but I feel like I can really see a lot more detail now, like this time around. Oh, that's cool. Like, I just feel like there's, I don't know, maybe just because it's a more vivid picture and like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I'm able to like catch it and appreciate the, it's such an artsy movie, like just the set pieces and it's such yeah. a noir movie. Like, I'm, I've been able to like appreciate the visual aspect of it a lot more than I did before, I think. Um, so that's good. No, it's it's good, been good to watch it again. Um, my, I'm thinking about writing a Bible study on it, um, which I know Cody already had some ideas kicking around before. But then I'm like, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good Bible study. I think. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing it. So I'm gonna. I need to good. watch the second half of the movie because it's fun how he starts off with a lot of reckless abandon. Like he just does not care. But there are little things over the movie that just kind of like you can start to like see that you don't know if he's listening to the things that people are saying or what's happening. But there are hints there, you know, that like, oh, like there's you know, things are about to change, you know, like um, which I really when he like. says he's going to do a Bible study, by the way, uh, for those who don't know, yes, uh, com slash Bible study. Yes. Um, we've got a bunch of them. It's been a little while. Yeah. Uh, but they're basically Bible studies based off of blockbuster movies. So you yep. can go with your bible study group um if you have one if not you can do them alone um but watch the movie and then do a study off of it yes uh, they're super cool yeah and i'm really excited that we're gonna get another study because yeah. they're fun and, and and that's why i'm like they, they really start to throw the breadcrumbs in there like that ends up leading to how his character changes in the end of the movie and i really love that like it's fairly early on like it feels like um, like the honestly, he's got one of the best Batman character arcs I think, like in a Batman movie. But anyway, I didn't want to talk about Batman as much because I did also watch Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Oh yeah, people are talking about it. Absolutely wild. Um, there's a lot of references, and a lot of the discussion is, oh, how'd they get away with all this? And it's because of i've heard it described as like oh it's because it's all parody um huh. which which is i think a perfect description because there are even certain cameos it's like they change enough to where it's like yeah they're not gonna get busted uh <laughs> you know like okay. they go beyond disney um it's, yeah it's free to watch on well, on disney plus so oh is it really yes i didn't know that yeah it's a disney okay. plus exclusive release which I almost feel like they should have tried to... They Definitely almost, thought it was a theater release. That's no, crazy. Yeah, so I almost feel like they should have took the gamble and put it out in theaters because the more people would have talked about it, I feel like the more people actually like would have went to go see it. Like, I know like COVID is still a thing, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, I hate to say it that way. I don't mean to sound rude, but like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like it's just one of those things where it's like theaters are like, you know pretty much back in full swing but it's like i feel like they should have taken a gamble on it because if it didn't do great opening weekend people would have seen it and went oh my gosh you have to go see all this and this and this and then people would have went the second weekend too and would have been like it's i feel yeah, like it still what had a bit of a record ralph yes it still would have been talked about um but i liked it it's like it, if it didn't have those things like if it wasn't the spiritual it feels like the best spiritual successor to like roger rabbit um, but I feel like if it didn't have all those things, like it would have been just an all right movie. Um, 
but it's it's a fun watch. Like, there's no excuse for people to not go watch it because it's on Disney Plus. Like, I guess if you don't have a Disney Plus subscription, um, then like yeah. But most I feel like most people do these days, as far as I know. Um, so yeah, go watch it. I recommend it. It's 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 a fun ride and it's funny. Like, it's it's pretty out there. Um, so so yeah, cool. those are my thoughts on Chippendale. Yeah. I just get so nervous with. Oh yeah, it has all these references. I just get nervous. I don't. It's like yeah. It's like, just, does that make it a good movie? Yeah. I'm well, always, see, and, I'm and, like, and that's my thing. With like, the references in it don't make it necessarily like this amazing movie. Like, it's good and it's absolutely fun. But like, I was talking to a, few, a couple of friends about this. Like, I would not give it above an eight because without all the fun references and stuff like that, it would have just been a all right movie. Like, I'd give it like a seven point five. Plus, I How does like, it, I, if you were to put it side by side to uh, uh, Roger Rabbit? Also, also, uh, I, I will say it succeeds where Space Jam did not. Okay. How does it compare to Roger Rabbit? How does it compare to Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Um. Because definitely what I think when I see this, the trailer for this. Roger Rabbit is interesting because that has like the whole separate like Toon World and stuff like that, but this is all mm-hmm. just in the mix. It's just like okay. somebody stuck a bunch of things in a blender and just hit the hit the power button and just let it go like cool uh, probably 80 to 90 percent of them are like visual references too or just like little like nods and there's there's a lot of them but there are some very clever ones too um so it's it's worth a watch like cool i'm not gonna say it's like it's a what if what if you've never watched chip and dale and have no emotional connection with them i think you're still okay because like there's gonna be definitely references and nods to that um okay. but like i barely rem- i mean i remember watching it as a kid but like i don't remember like super like detailed things about it um gotcha like there's a fun nod where it's like i think they show like one of the nes cartridges to like one of the games or something oh that's fun okay. yes yeah, so, so like there's just i feel like if you have a baseline knowledge of what chip and dale are supposed to be then like you'll get some of it how basically like one of them is dressed like Magnum PI and the other one's like Indiana Jones, you know, like stuff like that. Like, yeah. So, it's it's worth a watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Northman finally. Um, Ooh, how'd you like that? I'm curious to know what you thought. It was it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think. Um, <laughs> I think it. I kept comparing it to Green Knight, and so I like couldn't stand Green Knight, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that just made it so much more enjoyable um the reason i did that is they're just they're both very artistic uh, in their storytelling and their in their shots um the so way that, that, the sound that director plays. does a lot of independent movies uh it's the director that did the witch uh the lighthouse yes um which are very niche movies and so mm-hmm. I, I knew this one was going to be too i had a feeling uh some of the things that i'd read that said that uh it dubbed a little bit more into hollywood action uh yes and there are scenes uh, that he did, does amazingly um, as far as, like, the action. Too. I'm like, whoever's doing the choreography, get him for, like, some bigger movies because mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, but for most of the movie, the uh, Viking, uh, I can't remember his name. You really don't. I mean, uh, he's, like, high on Berserker Brew for most of it. Oh, wow. So everything is just really, really weird. Um, like he does certain things and you go oh he's high got it um (laughs) that's weird yeah and so 
because of that, you can get you, like there are things that will happen um, in it that you're like, oh, is this actually happening or is this not? Huh. Uh, which is it's I don't know. It's cool. It allowed them to like do some really cool visual things while still being grounded in this like um, epic and almost a little bit of like it was almost realistic in a lot of ways. Nice. Um, I thought it was really weird, uh, but cool. The hair was not like the shaved sides, you know, the big ponytail right, right, right. mohawk things that like Viking shows have now, which are, um, I don't think are historically accurate. I think that's like a Hollywood thing. Yeah, yeah. And so foregoing that, I was, I was like, all right, that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, story is is good. I didn't love the ending, but I don't think that it was a bad ending. It was just not what like I wanted kind of thing. Right. Um, it was just it was very like poetic and hmm. um, yeah, a lot of the themes and the entire movie were uh poetic it kept doing this thing too which i really liked was uh the twists in it were kind of like almost like anti-twist to what you would you would like expect or want Mm. okay so it wouldn't be like a crazy twist it would just be like i was like oh that's not like what i thought this would (laughs) the road we would go down that's cool okay yeah it wasn't Um, like they weren't twists you expected yeah, they weren't like these mind-blowing things that would happen, but it was like, oh, I guess guess that makes sense, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, uh, so I, I really had fun with that. Um, but, I don't know. I would say if you're really into like really artsy movies, um, which I'm not, but like that's definitely the kind of the route that they went. Um, if you are, then you'll like it. But if you're looking for more Vikings or like Last Kingdom or anything... Uh, that's not what this is, and you're probably not going to enjoy it for that. Um, right. I think you almost have to have an appreciation for like Shakespeare to uh, to like this. So it's, yeah, it sounds like they're trying to go off of like more like old like poem style like yeah. poetic stories, mm-hmm. like Beowulf and uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, close knit, you know, uh, story. There's not a lot of there's there's some epic fight scenes, but it's not like an epic battle. It's like you know, it takes place in a village, and that's that's it. It's very personal to the character. Um, so I don't know. It's cool. It does make me really want the Last Kingdom movie. I'm really excited for that uh, because I kind of want just a big Hollywood epic. Um, but if you're looking for more something more artsy and uh, independent, this is the way to go. Hmm. And way better than the Green Knight by so much. <laughs> movie was good, good, good. so bored with the Green Knight. That movie was not advertised the way it should have been. I so I looked at uh, IGN's reviews for I looked at IGN's review for this and they like were, I think it gave it a seven or an eight and uh, I was like oh cool I went they gave Green Knight a really bad review and it got like at seven or eight I can't remember they were both mm-hmm. really similar and I was like okay Whoa. <laughs> okay Whoa. yeah which the green knight is very mixed like some people loved that movie and then some yeah people, are people like, were all about it just like oh this is awful um i uh i had brought friends and it was my recommendation and uh i was like we like can leave if, if you guys want like i felt bad keeping them there it felt like a hostage situation uh, <laughs> i was not it's not a good popcorn flick nope very cerebral and that was not it's not what i was at the movies for <laughs> but anyways we can move on to the cool. uh the movie news go ahead jelly sweet we don't actually have a lot of game uh, oh, i'm sorry movie news we don't have a lot we of lots of gaming today. news <laughs> um the news that we do have is very kind of 
like maybe a little up in the air right so um one is wingardium leviosa one i would say (laughs) is just bad news one is just straight up bad news um as a harry potter fan Mm-hmm. as a human being this is bad news i think <laughs> as a human being <laughs> um well okay basically let me give you some context so um the ceo uh, of Warner bros wants to meet with jk rowling to discuss more harry potter content they want to make more harry potter stuff they want it to be hbo max exclusive potentially they want to keep milking that really really expensive cow slash beat it to death it's like it's the it's the mix of them right it's both it's, milking the horse but also the wait it's a cash it's being cow and, the horse that's already dead but also a trying to milk from it and a dead horse at the that's same that's what time. i'm trying i'm getting a mix of <laughs> you know exactly what i'm talking about I yes hope. yes um it's so off so, base like oh yeah, but it's like as a Harry Potter fan, and I know I know Cody, you're you're big in Harry Potter too. But it's mm-hmm. like it's it's we don't like J.K. Rowling anymore, okay? So like let's stop this. And also like we have been proven time and time again, giving her more opportunities to create more weird Harry Potter lore is always bad. Like it's always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Um, if they give it, if they if they let fans get a hold of it, or somebody who's like a big fan. And just kind of run with it and do their own thing? That'd be amazing. Which I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I I think that's what they're doing with Hogwarts Legacy. Like, they made it a point many times that, like, they're not working with J.K. Rowling on this. Mm -hmm. You know, despite all these people think that they, that J.K. Rowling is being, you know, worked with on this. there are people that are like, she's still going to get royalties anyway. You know, which makes sense, I guess. Sure, I guess so. I guess that's a little unavoidable. But for me, personally, I care more about, like, oh, she's not working on it, but it's really inspired by the (laughs) books. Then that's really really exciting to me personally. I'm still bitter about like, Broomstick League, but yeah, it's like I like the books, I like the original <laughs> movies. Um, these new movies, not so much. Uh, like the first time Fantastic Beasts wasn't bad, but no, it's like, I liked it. I, I bought it on yeah. Blu-ray because I was like, this is really good. Like I <laughs> but want more really, of this. It, it it needed to end there. It's it yeah. started there. It needed to end there as well. Um, <laughs> and they keep even that for movies. me. Um, it felt very like it just felt so different from a Harry Potter movie. It had, well, for me, no, (laughs) like I didn't even like the Fantastic Beasts the first one just because um, it felt so, this is going to sound so contrary to what I was just talking about, Uh, but it had such a Hollywood epicness to it. Uh, Like the whole world's going to end because of this thing that's happening. And uh, it just like, I would care more about, I would have rather like, I haven't read The Cursed Child, um, but I would have rather the Harry Potter like sequel. Um, where some Harry is an adult than I would have like a prequel. Um, yeah, I've heard that it's terrible. <laughs> that's why I haven't. But but yeah, um, um, I don't know. It just kind of. I liked it. I liked the animals, and I I love Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne carries. He carries. Yeah. In any movie season, honestly, but like especially that movie, especially like he's one of my favorite actors. So of course that was honestly it was like the fact that it was Harry Potter was more of a cherry on top for me. It was kind of just like you know. I was like, oh, cool. And, and that's what like... I liked about it, too. Like, it was Harry Potter adjacent in, like, a really, in a good way for me. Yeah, but I Part of my I frustration agree... might be, too, I've shown you guys the book that it's based off of is, like, yes, thinner yes. than my thumb. So small. Yeah. Um, and so I think, like, The Hobbit bugs me because it's three movies and it's this, like, one little book. And then they were like, you think that's bad? Here's Let's five. show you. <laughs> it's so silly. I really hate it. Um it's like, I really do think they, they should have leaned more into the fun, magical animals thing. But no, you're right, Cody. They really had to go with, we have to introduce this big, giant, like, 
thing that's going to be really threatening, but we also need to tie in this extra history that was introduced in Harry Potter, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, and usually that is interesting, but it just hasn't been good the way that's actually been done. It's been bad, actually, and and, and it keeps getting worse, I think. Um, I guess it doesn't really have anything to do with Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, and it, that's what it feels one. like. N- instead of being adjacent, like I felt like it was in the first movie, now it's um, Harry. Po- it's like Harry Potter by way of Fantastic Beasts. Like you know, it's like, like yeah. yeah, it's like they I should like... have like a dragon in the first movie, and then it would have been like this dragon came out and was in yeah. front of out like the Muggles for some reason, and it was like, whoa, hey, we better get this professional. Been, yeah. It, it would have been a threat. Guy. But it wouldn't have been, like, a world-ending threat. It would have been, like, a, oh, well, we have to yeah. take care of this because, obviously, we can't have muggles, like, seeing this. But, like, it's still cool and it ties back into the whole Fantastic <coughs> thing. It's, like, I genuinely really like Newt as a character. The only problem mm-hmm. is, by at least the part of the first movie and all all of the second movie, they, like, loop him into all this extra stuff for no reason. They're just, yes. like, oh, Newt, you have to be part of the plot because yes. you're the main character. But it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense for him, to because they've established so many times that he's not actually, like, a very good, like, wizard when it comes to, like, spells and stuff. Like, and, and that's he's what I was trying about to say. Like, yeah. he's, he's just, like, the, the connecting thread to it all. Where it's, mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah, like, let's, it's so... Let's put it almost would have been cool if they would have gone with a character yeah. and maybe a little look into this, but, like... If it was character focused with different characters, so we would have got just a movie of Newt Scamander, and yeah. then just gotten a movie about Dumbledore as a kid, I probably would have been like, "Whoa, that's cool! We'll get right. a younger Dumbledore." Yeah, a little um, bit more disconnected and made more sense. That could have yeah. been fine. Yeah, that could have been fine. Um, but I think we can all come to a consensus that this is a bad idea. Um, yeah, I think I think Harry Potter fans and not Harry Potter fans alike uh, are, are are kind of like, "Okay, J.K. Rowling, you need to stop." Um, You've made enough money on this. You've made enough just ridiculous ideas. And the next thing that comes out of your mouth is going to actually ruin the franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, probably. Somebody, so, somebody lock all her social media accounts and like throw Yeah, them, oh my god. Unless you give me Kaiju like, and Max. talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need, honestly. Okay, fine. Here's the one thing I would be okay with. But she's never going to do it because she's not, um, she's not going to do it. But... If we got a, instead of, like, a Harry Potter in the past, but, like, you know, and, like, stuff in the past. The future. <laughs> the future. Give me, like, magic Harry sci-fi. Yeah, give me, like, steampunk. Magic or, like, tech. Beyond. Oh, they put their oh wands God. in a gun, and it's just, like, a laser. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think that could be interesting, but I don't think she would ever consider that. that um, I almost picture that, like, Warhammer. Yeah, That's the fantastic piece I want giant kaiju fictional yes. like magic creature and newt's like man i need to i don't know why newt would be there but because <laughs> <laughs> he has to get dragged along with the plot that's how it works <laughs> yeah. um, he gets thrown magically into the future give me that i'll watch that movie yeah that's all Let's get crazy. <laughs> um but anyway that's kind of unfortunate news um, we also have some more, like, I, I actually don't know if it's good news either. It's it's kind of interesting news. Um, basically, the chairman of Sony wants, uh, is, is he expresses his hope, um, his love for the main trio of the MCU Spider-Man movies. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry, I don't remember all their actors' names. Slash, I know Zendaya and I know Tom Holland, but I don't remember the other one's name, and I feel really bad about that. Um, 
but just sort of he, he, he like extends his love and says like you know oh I'm really excited I really hope that we can get another movie with them or like another thing with them but what's kind of interesting about that <laughs> is that like we literally actually haven't heard anything like from the actors yeah, or from Disney nervous. and it's like I feel like they have to right it's gonna happen because at least the way that the last Spider-Man movie ended you know and they always do this right mm-hmm. it's not a spoiler to say that they always leave it like a oh we have to continue from this point on in the future. Yeah. Um, that's how MC movies... That's how all movies work. It still work. feels well, not like they all, wanted but... to be done yeah. for now, but also, like, left it open. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I am interested to see, like, I guess when that gets announced. I feel like it's, it is going to be a win rather than an if. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it is interesting. You would think, especially after a movie as big as um, No Way Home, that... The actors, if they had signed up again to go to the ne- another movie, like they probably would have said so. Unless they really, 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 you know, maybe they have. Unless they're really, really on lock on Disney. But even then, it's Tom Holland, right? So like, he probably would have <laughs> accidentally revealed. I something think he said that. he's taking a break um, from acting too, right? Didn't he say that? Oh, I yeah. didn't catch I that. I know so. some. I know a few mm-hmm. others have said that recently too. So I could be mixing it up. Cover match yep. it too. And to be fair, like, I know Zendaya, she's always going to be busy doing <laughs> mm-hmm. stuff. Um, she got Euphoria. That probably is making another season. Yeah. So, like, and and um, Ned's actor, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm sure he's doing other stuff. Uh, but, so, like, really, I don't know. It's just an interesting sort of thing that we included in the news because it was interesting. But it's like, I don't actually know if it's necessarily a good or bad thing because it is kind of like a, well, we don't have any definitive, It sounds like, like an unspoken, like, here, But Sony, yeah. But it's, 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 I mean, it's good. If anything, I do think mm-hmm. it's good that Sony is supportive of this. Because I know Sony is so like, oh, well, we have Spider-Man. But, we want to own Spider-Man too. But they're going to make a bunch of more movies all... off of villains that don't make sense or don't even need a movie. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yep. What a disappointment. So well, sad. Well, it gets even worse. There's like um, other ones that are supposed to come out too. And I'm like, we don't need this. <laughs> yep. I know. But um, that is Craven, all of our, the Yeah, that's all of our movie news though. So. Cool. All right, we'll get into TV then. Uh, I watched Love, Death, and Robots. I think we got three episodes in. Uh, Is that new season out? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So we're watching season three. Uh, I love on Netflix the way that it was on my app. It was all the episodes, uh, and you could choose one like in the scrolling. Yeah. Um, because they were like, we literally don't care where you start. Because <laughs> um, we don't we don't want to mess with the order again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I watched the Night of the Mini Dead. Um, I kept three robots, and then the other one that's in the trailer with the uh, giant crab mm-hmm. thing. Um, the uh, robot one, three robots, was my favorite so far. That's the nice. sequel one that was from the first season. Um, writing is hilarious. Uh, this one was a little dark. Uh, I guess the last one was dark too, but like. It uh, <laughs> was talking about, like, it was a commentary on humanity um, and how bad humanity I think the first is. Yeah. I maybe need to go rewatch the first one. Um, I remember it all the funny stuff. It was more like a, one. hey, like, this just... is weird, you know? Like, because. <laughs> yeah. This, like, makes fun of everybody, <laughs> which was great. Um, they, like, have uh, rednecks. Um, they kind of like look at the apocalypse from the redneck perspective and then they go um, to this private, it's like an oil rig where all of the uh, social media uh, people ended <laughs> up. Um, 
like trying to survive the apocalypse there um and so they just kind of like they make fun of everybody uh yeah it's kind of it's all it's really funny but it's also like kind of sad um the mini dead was like a seven minute long thing it was just kind of cool and then the other one was the that the crab one i wish i could i knew the name of it um and that was probably the best one so far again very dark um someone i think it was a netflix's official facebook page or the nx thing that they have Mm -hmm. the geek thing um they said this like entire season is focused really like a lot on Mm -hmm. the violence and so it kind of is it's like almost kind of gory and violence this season so far and uh so that one there's a lot of twists and turns um but it's also like it's just a very violent episode Mm -hmm. um but the twists are really good it's really good writing in that one um not my favorite animation style yet but Hmm. it was cool i'm more excited for some of the other episodes there's a bear one that looks awesome and then there was one that's got like photorealistic it was in the trailer with the uh they come out of the water oh, really really yeah, excited yeah, yeah. The episode. so i remember i'll keep watching um some of them are seven minutes long some of them are 15 minutes long super easy to uh mm. digest so uh yeah cool uh shelly what have you been watching um, so I'm watching, I'm still watching, um, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Um, we finished season two, and now we're on season three, and oh my gosh, this finale was, for season two, was so funny. Um, man, this show is just so clever. Like, I can't get over how clever it is, and also so wholesome. Like, I remember, like, the first season, when I, when I think about the first season, I'm like, yeah, it was just really funny, and, like, it, it really, like, took this trope to the next level. Season two was, like... Yes, they kept, like, doing that shtick. And it's a funny shtick. It's a good shtick. Um, but they added more of these sort of, like, layers of inside jokes. <laughs> um, which I've never watched Arrested Development. But anytime anyone tells me about Arrested Development and why it's so good, um, they they always say it's because it's, like, these layers and layers of, like, inside jokes. And I'm like, wow, this is the like, same Like, inside jokes and, like, like awkwardness. Think... Like, straight up, like... <laughs> yeah that's true but i think as far as like the inside jokes and like the layers of it and the fact that it keeps getting yep. brought up in future episodes that's very much evident in that's the awesome. show and it's very fun and very clever you kind of just like oh my gosh like because of this that's so funny um but it's like so it's even less so it, it it's like it's a it's that which is great but it's also just like really wholesome like i got like sad and then, like, really happy. And, like, because, like, the, there's character development. There's crazy, awesome character development and arcs in the show. Like, I signed up to watch a stupid comedy. Yeah. But it's, like, a smart nice. comedy that has, yeah. that cares about the, its characters. And these arcs that actually continue and build on itself. And, um, you know, it's not just, like, a, every episode is its own thing. It's, like, they build off each other. It's literally, it, it is, you know, following that timeline. So like, man, it's so good. So I, I, we are in season three now. We're only like one or two, maybe three episodes into season three. And I don't know how long it is. Um, but yeah, still definitely my favorite anime. I still highly recommend it. If you have Crunchyroll, uh, I don't know what else it's on. I know it is on Crunchyroll. Well, I mean, it's but, probably still um, on Funimation, but Funimation's out the window or pretty soon. For so. sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, agreed. Um, but yeah, it's just like I I feel like my favorite character changes like every three episodes or so. Um, and that's how you know that like you have a really good show mm-hmm. going with really good like really 
really thought out characters because really it only focuses on like this small group of people it's about this student council like the first season really it felt like it was just about these two characters um who have these like intense crushes on each other trying to get the other person to admit their feelings first Mm. right but then it's like season two it really felt like no no, it's about this group of people the student council right because it's between the president and the vice president of the student council Mm. of this high school so they already had the two main characters like pretty flushed out. They start going to the other characters. And, you, and then you get to see this like just super duper wholesome mm. like dynamic between these like friends. And it's just like makes my heart so full. Because I'm a big, I'm a big like wholesome anime fan. Like, like my other favorite anime, um, which I still think Love is Word tops. But like right below, like second place probably is still Horimiya, which like is like probably the most wholesome anime I've ever seen. I watched seen. some of that and I really <laughs> liked it too. Oh, I love Horimiya. So, um, anyway, yes, I do just, I I recommend it very much. I'm still going to keep watching. I have no idea how many seasons it's going to be. I've heard that the manga, like, is crazy long, uh, which is like, oh, cool. That means we'll get more anime. But at the same time, I am also kind of a fan of, like, shorter seasons. Not shorter seasons, but, like, less seasons for shows. Just, like, making it, like, a a complete... yeah, like a complete like story. I think, I think of like Death Note and like Unlimited Blade Works and stuff like that. Like yeah. Gurren Lagann. Like some yes. of those shorter anime are like some of my favorites. I fully agree. Um, because like, but at the same time, if it's going to go long, as long as it's following a mm-hmm. manga, like that makes you feel better. It's always when um, anime goes off the rails and has nothing that it's like pulling from and decides to just pull stuff out of its butt. That's when I start to not yeah. like anime. <laughs> if it's still based and grounded in something... Um, like manga that has been out for a while, then like mm-hmm. it's usually still gonna be fine. But anyway, that's um, I'm still kicking through that. Cool. What about you, LJ? Um, I'll piggyback off of that real quick. I forgot to list uh, Spy Family again on here. I think I might be an episode behind because they come out on Saturdays and like I work on Saturdays and stuff, or at least the dubs come on mm-hmm. Saturdays. But the most recent episode I watched was so good. Like you're talking about wholesome anime. So far, Spy Family is that. Like I. I love yeah. it. I mean, uh, it's the like the the most recent episode I watched was amazing and it was hilarious. Like that, there's the parts about that show that can make me laugh out loud, which is like, and it's mm-hmm. super fun and innocent. So like, I'll have to watch the newest episode again. Um, but it's it's super fun. So still recommend it. Um, yeah. The other thing I f- can finally stop talking about it. Uh, I finished I finished Clone Wars. <laughs> Um, yeah, that Heck felt yeah. like a journey. Um, that took me a lot of years. Um, because I I took breaks off and on, and um, but I finally got to the good stuff, and I finally got to the end. And it didn't like I thought it was gonna be like because I heard it described that it was like connect heavily connected to episode three, but it kind of isn't. Like, there's like hints at like timeline stuff, like when the particular stuff in the last episodes is happening, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. And it shows things from another perspective that we never got to see. A perspective I don't think was super necessary, but also it's like I'm I'm glad we got to see it. Because um, like, right. there's parts where I feel like they could have just left it. Like they could have ended Clone Wars like straight up, like with where with where Ahsoka left. You know, like they could have just ended Clone Wars that way, and I would have been okay with it. Um, I mean, th- then the I mean, there was other stuff later, which a lot of the stuff that they mentioned and they kind of like started in season six, I feel like got wrapped up in season seven, which I'm glad, you know, like, you know, there's things for like why Rex is, I mean, Rebels has been out for a while, but there's like, 
there's characters that show up in Rebels that like you probably we probably didn't have an expl- a good explanation for at the time, and and then and then in okay. se- in season seven we get a good explanation of that. So, uh, yeah, it's solid, and it was very still kind of emotional. Like it's like oh dang, like um, it definitely tugs. They got real. Uh, they got real good at cutting onions those last two seasons because it's like just stuff that brings tears to, tear to your eye. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never really watched Clone Wars, but I did watch the last like two or three episodes of the final season just because like all my know, friends were yeah. watching it and so I decided to watch yeah. it and I'm just like, wow, this and, is really good. And <laughs> this is really cool. Like, I don't even, even know these characters that well. Like, and I was yeah, like, wow. So, so half yeah. the final season was a Bad Batch ad uh, or was a Bad Batch pilot. And then there was stuff with Ahsoka mm-hmm. that I was like, why do we need this? But I guess it also explained other things, or I guess it led to other things. I like the yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, it was good. It was it. It was a long journey, but I feel like the journey is worth it. Um, so, uh, I barely remember the first cool. three seasons anymore, but um, the stuff I do right. remember is like, you know, it, it'll be with me for a while. Like f- season four and onward is like the best, best Clone Wars. So. Yeah, cool. I'll, I'm gonna take a break right now, but eventually I'll get to Bad Batch, and eventually I'll restart Rebels again. But I'm, I'm good right now. I like Bad I've, Batch. I, I've ate, I've ate plenty, and I'm full right now. So I'll move on to something else <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. that's what I've been watching. Cool. Well, we've got a lot of news coming out of Disney Plus. Um, the first thing, I guess, is a smaller piece is uh, since we're talking about Star Wars, Obi Wan uh, will be coming out next oh, this week. week. Like, Oh my Friday. God. This week, Friday. Really? Yeah, two days. No the same day as Stranger Things, so I didn't realize. So that's going to be a day. I thought Stranger it was, um, was going to be too long, and I'm scared, but that's another conversation. Yeah. And Obi-Wan is two episodes, I believe, is what we're going to get. There's going to be a lot of TV Friday. The 27th. Um, wow. I thought yeah, it was going to be so, Wednesday. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought this was a surprise. Like, uh, the director, Deborah Chow, uh, is saying that. Just comparing it to uh, the Joker and Logan, that is very uh, character focused. I think it's going to be a little bit darker than. I mean, it's not going to be like the Joker dark, um, but hopefully a little bit darker than Boba Fett and uh, the Mandalorian in, in different I mean, ways. And I think it will be. I'm really excited for a tone the, change. And the, the way that that stuff, like even in even in Clone Wars, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring up Clone Wars again, probably one more time. Uh, I, That's fine. I, I mean, I mean, you never know. With Obi Wan, if I might lean heavy into that, but like that, that the end of that show, like the last couple seasons, are so dark, and it's like that definitely feels like a dark time for like the galaxy. So, like, I hope they like kind of carry mm-hmm. that in Obi Wan. Yeah. Even in the trailer, it seems like he's carrying a lot, mm-hmm. um, which I gotta see. You know, he uh, helped with the end of the. He didn't help with the end of the world, but he trained. Darth Vader, and uh, we don't know where Darth Vader is in this. It sounds like he's kind of just starting, but um, I'm sure that anything that Darth Vader does, Obi Wan's like, that's my mm. fault. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so we'll, uh, I don't know. I'm really, really interested. Plus, you know, he's having to like run mm-hmm. for his life. Uh, people are trying to kill him. I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious about the show. I'm really excited. I hope that the tone change. Um, is a good one because I think it's much needed. Uh, we need something different in the Star Wars world mm-hmm. that's good and not a negative change. Hopefully, they can't. It's not just a one trick pony yes. kind of thing. Um, 
we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. I think that if this is good, then my uh, excitement for Ahsoka will I'm go even more too. excited for Ahsoka uh, because I watched Clone Wars than I was before. Like, yeah. Now, I, I, need, I need to watch Rogue Right Rogue now, Rogue. I just figured it'll be Mandalorian, but with Ahsoka, um, I think that this could change my opinion mm. on that. Make me a little bit more interested. We'll see. I'm sure, though, seeing uh, Clone Wars, Ahsoka... And, and then Ahsoka's going to be going characters. after Thrawn, which apparently I think Thrawn might have been in Rebels, too. So there's a lot in Rebels that they still have yes. to touch on, too. So it's like, I feel yeah. like Clone Wars, I was preparing for Obi-Wan, and then when Ahsoka comes out, I'm probably going to have... Like, that's probably how I'm going to watch Rebels, is like before Ahsoka comes out, then I'll watch that again. There you go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, a couple other things. The She-Hulk trailer came out, and apparently everyone hates it. Um, I guess that I just, like... For me personally, I don't have high hopes because they ruined Hulk when they made Professor Hulk mm-hmm. in my mind. Um, so, like, I'm going to watch this, and I know that I'm going to watch this, so I'm not going to complain about mm-hmm. it, I guess, uh, until I've watched it and I'm really complaining. Um, I know a lot of people think the CGI looks terrible, but I'm like, it's a TV show. I'm surprised that they're doing any CGI on a TV show. Um, yeah. And see, what's funny is people were giving crap to dr strange about the cgi in that too apparently and i'm like that was actually pretty good in most cases yeah, yeah like people my, don't know Everyone's my, my complaints about the trailer are not cgi related yeah like it just i it's like i feel like up until this point whether i've really you know loved what they've actually shown in their trailers like i do have critiques about how they do their trailers in general i think they do way too much doctoring and it kind of is really annoying but at the very least, what they do do is they um, present the feeling of what needs to ha- like what the that movie or show is going to be through the mm-hmm. trailer. Like, I mean, Doctor Strange, we could argue maybe not, but at least with most um, of these movies, you kind of get the idea of like, oh, this is kind of how you're going to feel watching mm-hmm. this. We're not going to show you everything. In fact, we're barely going to show you anything that's going to make it to the to the actual show mm. movie. But we want to give to show off a feeling. I think like Moon Knight, like the trailer for Moon Knight was a good example. Um, mm-hmm. And but so it's like, and as well as like Hawkeye, right? Like I didn't even you know I didn't love Hawkeye as the show, but like it did say it did set the tone. It was like the, in the expectation of like in the trailer, it's like yeah, it's gonna be kind of like a Christmas like comedy type show. Mm. Um, and this is kind of how you're gonna feel watching this. And I was like, okay. Now I have the expectation that's good to know. And then I went into the show and I was like, yeah, that, you know, that makes sense. With this, I have no idea what's going for. I have not a single yeah. clue. I'm incredibly confused. So the, the way I've heard it described okay. as, which I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to read a little bit of comics before this comes out, just so I have a better context. But I've heard that it's pretty spot on for She-Hulk's character. And like, I guess like there's a lot of things that that show does carry the spirit of She-Hulk as far as like the kind of life she lives. But also, it sounds like they're channeling a lot of, like, primetime television with it, which I never saw this show because I was very young, but uh, it sounds like they're leaning into a lot of, like, there was a show back in the day called Allie McBeal, where she was an attorney, mm-hmm. and she was kind of, like, in the same, like, mm-hmm. scenario. Um, so it sounds like they're it's going to be very much in, in, inspired by, like, that show, Allie McBeal, and um, there's the very, the, the, the sexual, like, stuff is a thing apparently in that show too so it's just like it feels like they're also leaning into she-hulk's character but also like it seems like they're trying to like channel this particular style of show that like 
was around before already. So it's like if they do it like well, like okay, I definitely feel like for me it's definitely gonna feel more of like a not like a sitcom, but like a primetime comedy television show rather than the serious thing. Um, Interesting. Okay, that makes yes, a lot of sense yes. though. Um, I just didn't catch yes. that because I don't, I don't watch well, those shows well, yeah, ever. And, and that's, so the that's thing, why I was like, was I have like, no idea what this is going like, for. I, I had to... And I think she's supposed to break the fourth wall a lot in the comics, and we didn't see any of that. I'm there surprised was, like, in the trailer. You would think that would be the first thing that they would... But yeah, like so she's known for breaking the fourth wall, like even before Deadpool started doing that. Like, yeah, oh, really? so it's it seems like they have ideas for the show, but I don't think... I feel like... This is another situation where I feel like people are going to have hugely high expectations and Marvel's not going to deliver, but that's also because Marvel's bad at tempering expectations, I think. So... Yeah. Well, everyone's mad at it, so maybe not. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Maybe the, everyone's expectations would be really low and then it'll be amazing. thing, which people are upset about, which I'm not upset... I'm not that upset about it because, like, I feel like I already know the angle they're going for. Like, I don't think they're trying to go for the super high-budget angle with this show, which... It is kind of, yeah. but yeah. but it's like with Marvel, like we come to expect those things, and when they don't happen, then that's when people get upset. Yeah, I mean, Professor Hulk looks a lot like he yeah, did in the that's movie. True. It's that, but it's like I mean, there's a good point. I mean, a lot of CGI continues to, you know, a lot of shows they continue to work on the CGI up until like it releases. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, mm-hmm. So it yeah. probably will look... I don't know how much better it'll look in the More show polished. actually comes out. It probably won't even meet expectations, but it, it probably will yeah. actually look and, better. And it is awkward because she just looks slightly more muscular and taller and green. So it is It is awkward. Like, it really feels like they... It, yeah, it, it does feel like they should have put more. I am mad. Apparently, one of the artists uh, came out and said that they were trying to make her more muscular, and uh, they told them to tone it down. And I'm like. Dang. Maybe they're afraid. Maybe they're afraid of something that they probably don't need to be afraid of. I don't know. Like, I think they'd be insane. Well, yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> that too, and I think of there was a lot of people out there that uh, like even the Last of Us thing. A lot, you know, like with mm-hmm. uh, with the, the Abby character, there was a lot of people out there that got real like, like they started throwing hate tweets and all these things and like started attacking that model and that actress because this character. Oh, because she was so strong. Yeah, yeah, like, she wasn't this sexualized thing, you know? Like, so, and that's what, like, y'all mentioned, like, the sexist thing. Like, it feels like they didn't want to, like, they didn't know which crowd they wanted to please, and so they tried to do something in the middle, but everybody just ended up mad anyway. Yeah. Because of the CGI. (laughs) So. Well, apparently Disney was listening because uh, the very next day they released some news about Daredevil. (laughs) <laughs> um, like, don't be mad at us. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's their thinking, but uh, maybe they just planned it. But uh, apparently, uh, we've been talking about this for years mm. now. Um, the rumors that Daredevil uh, was going to be picked up by Disney Plus, um, and I mean, I feel like it was pretty obvious, but it just kind of got greenlit, uh, so it is happening. They are saying that it will be a. Um, It'll be a continuation of the previous show, but it will be a new series. Uh, and so my assumption is Charlie Cox was really pushing for a, uh, if he was going to do it, it'd be that mm-hmm. five-year gap uh, caused by the blip. Uh, and so I think that's perfect. I think that that allows him to be, uh, I don't know if everyone wants this, but bigger mm-hmm. uh, than he was, you know, in, he, he was a street level superhero uh, like he is in the comics and uh, the yeah. Netflix show. 
but now I think that he can kind of be larger than life and fight some bigger um, I, threats. Because I want, it's been a few years, and he I is more established. in which he experiences the blip and see, like, what that would look like from his perspective. Like, to hear, That'd just, be crazy. To hear yeah. just sounds go away or just hear them fade, you know, like, to be like, wow, I like, the world is strangely quiet all of a sudden, you know, like. It'd probably be really calming for a minute until you realize yeah. what's happening. Like, I, I want that scene now. I really do. Like, it'd be a trip. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I don't want him to be, like, choreographically like, capable of doing more. Um, but I just, bigger threats, mm. I think, would be cool. Um, I Part of me wants that, and part of me is, like, it, it was such a close-knit, beautiful story in the mm-hmm. first three seasons um, that I hope that they kind of hold to that. Uh, but, I don't know. Seeing him kind of team up with some bigger characters would be mm-hmm. would be cool, I think. Um, I think if you want that, we already have that in the in the last three seasons. So, I don't know. We'll see. There's no release date or anything. It's just been announced that it writers, is happening. Which, like you said, like I don't know if it was a reaction to She-Hulk, but my hot take is that Matt Murdock's probably not going to be a, a make an appearance. So that they're probably like, oh, I bet he will be. Yeah, I mean, I, he he most likely will be. But that's one of those things where I can see, it, I can see it not actually happening. Like for some reason, just because Marvel's okie doke just like that yeah. before. <laughs> I I would but assume they don't, drop. which I don't is we'll also see. crazy. Because then, then, then I think like, oh no, they're not going to do it. And then it actually happens, and I go, oh okay. Like I love being wrong, yeah. but like, but I, just, I, I wouldn't <laughs> you keep put your expectations yeah. grounded. Um, but yeah, that's TV news. Uh, we will end the podcast there. You guys kick it out about anything else nope. this week? Nope. All right. Well, then Shelly, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Um, I am kind of taking a break right now, but I usually stream Tuesdays. Um, and then you can also find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Cool. And LJ? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LJ the Paladin. And you can find me on twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace on Fridays. Yep. Cool. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. <laughs>